Hey everyone and welcome to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter, that is Tim, we talk about horror movies on this show and this is our Patreon pick episode of the month, uh, that means to say that our patrons voted on this episode, there was four options uh, because it's February, now this is a little bit later in the month than we'd anticipated doing this, but because it was February, uh, everything was uh, vampire romance in the vote and the winner was this film, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Uh, so that's what we're going to talk about, uh, and we'll start spoiler free as we always do. Uh, but if you've if you've not heard of this film, this is a an Iranian American film. Uh, so I think it was actually shot in the U.S. I believe I'm not entirely sure, but I think it was actually shot in the U.S. Um, but uh, Anna Lily Armapur, who's the director, uh, so this is a black and white film. Uh, I've heard it referred to as an Iranian vampire, vampire romance Western. Western. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I I think that's what first uh, got me interested in it because I actually saw this um, when it came out. Uh, I was making the rounds at some of the indie theaters out here, mm. and uh, I didn't know anything about it. But then when I just kind of heard that little uh, descriptor on it, I was like, "Well, there's no way I'm not seeing this movie." <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, how, how can that sell you on a film? <laughs> how, how can the description Iranian vampire western romance or whatever the order was at the time like how, how does that sell you on seeing a movie um, and that doesn't even mention that it's black and white which is you know another layer of you know I mean that definitely there's, a, there's an air of uh, okay this is an art house movie <laughs> like anyone yeah. anyone who's going to see this expecting you know I don't know Dracula 2000 I don't know why yeah. I thought of Dracula 2000 but that was the first thing that came to my head um Will be it's not like Underworld or something. <laughs> Another example of a, a terrible movie, yes. <laughs> um, so, it's definitely very unique in that sense. Uh, it takes place in a fictional, kind of nondescript city. The characters in the film call it Bad City, but I wasn't actually even sure if that was the real name or if. Because at one point, like, the, the girl, because the, 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 the vampire, the girl, who's. Uh, the, 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 the titular girl, I suppose. She doesn't have a name. She's credited as the girl in the in the credits. She, she's asked at one point, where, you know, where they are, and she, she says Bad City. And I didn't know if she meant it literal, like this actually is called Bad City, or if this is her just kind of like describing this. Like, you know, it's like she, she that's just yeah. how she feels. And then so later on when it's referenced, it's just a reference back to what she said as opposed to actually being the name of the place. But regardless, it's not a real place. And it's kind of... Uh, I guess you could almost compare it to like Sin City. You know, Sin City is not the name of the city in Sin City. It's just kind of right. what it is, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It definitely kind of seems to be like a like a timeless quality of it. Like there doesn't really seem to be much that pinpoints at like really a certain location or time or anything, which is kind of cool. Yeah, there's, there's different parts of it that, that that feel at different places, and then I think it's intentionally kind of surreal and like metaphorical where it doesn't really take place in our world it takes place in like a set of kind of a a pocket universe because like uh, right at the start of this isn't a spoiler but right at the start of the film you see like a giant pit of dead bodies that are just at the edge of the <laughs> town and it's never brought up it's never explained it's never spoken about and i think it's just like again there's a lot of stuff that's just uh just there to, to, to be allegories for other things just there to be symbolic it, it almost feels kind of like post-apocalyptic in a way. Yeah, it's not, but it almost has that feeling anyway, yeah. if that if that makes sense. Yeah, that's definitely there. Uh, so it's a very uh, 
deliberate paced film. It's got a lot of long shots. It's got a lot of you know, shot nice and you know real proper widescreen. Uh, your two point four eighty one, like I say, black and white. Uh, pretty gorgeous. In fact, I've not even asked the question. I I always ask the question, <laughs> Tim. Uh, yeah. Did, did did you enjoy or do you enjoy because you've seen it before do you enjoy yeah. a girl walks home alone at night uh i do uh so again yeah i saw it like two three years ago when it first came out and um i think if you would have asked me like what i thought of it then when i first saw it, i probably would have been like oh my god I, I love it it's amazing and uh, hmm. uh re-watching it uh, i still think it's really good um i think maybe the only complaint I have now is that uh, I, I thought it was like a little slow after kind of knowing, uh, having seen the movie before. But I don't know. I, I also feel like maybe it kind of, you know, might have been the state I was watching it in. Your L uh, basically is what you're saying. Yeah. I, was, I, I kind of, you know, we talked about the last show about how I've been very busy at work. So I've been very stressed, haven't been getting a lot of sleep. And I also, you know, got struck. Um, with a, I don't know, I guess a bad cold or something. So I've been taking a lot of cold medicine. So uh, I'll I'll put a little bit of the the blame on that uh, on me. But Jesus Christ, you you should be loving in bad <laughs> state by the sounds of it. Uh, yeah, it definitely hasn't been a good last couple of days. But uh, but overall, though, I I still really did like it. It's um uh like you know the characters are, are great and it's um well actually uh, maybe I, I wouldn't even say that because um I'd I'd say only like you know really like the girl uh stands out but um like the the just uh, again talking about like the setting and the look and everything of it it really is just like a gorgeous you know looking movie and uh yeah it's a yeah. film where i think the style is the main kind of uh the selling point it is a very stylistic uh beautiful black and white film where there's, there's several moments where you're just kind of like staring at the screen in a daze at the at the sort of the yeah. beauty of what's happening, uh, and sometimes it's a, it's a really romantic moment, and sometimes it's like a moment where the girl's like stalking a a person at night, and there's just uh, and it uses those big wide shots, so you see like her all over to the other side of the frame, and then the person she's following is on the other side, and they're kind of like following, and it's just it's this perfectly, and it's the sort of thing where this is why it's this shape, this is why it's this ratio yeah. because you couldn't do this shot in any other shape. It's just. I, beautiful. Yeah, especially all the outside stuff. I like that, and I feel like that is when it feels like most horror-like uh, mm. when it's at night and she's like, you know, following people, and, you know, like and walking and step with them, like you know, on opposite sides of the street and stuff like that. Stuff like looks really cool and, and feels very like haunting and stuff. And then the, you know, I feel like a lot of the inside stuff feels like maybe more dramatic. Um, yeah, it's definitely yeah. not a straight-up horror movie. I think obviously yeah. she's using some horror trappings because it's a vampire, but right. I, I don't like it, it's it's de- again it's definitely not the focus of the film isn't to be here. We're going to scare you, or we have jump scares, or we're going to do this. Like you say, it's kind of haunting, and it's definitely tackling subjects that are kind of horrific. But it feels more like it's a film. I don't think it's like a super deep film. I think I think. Um, sure. Like I almost think the exercise was just to be stylistic as hell and just to have it be oozing atmosphere, and it succeeds in that. Like it, 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 yeah. it does that, you know, easily. Um, I think there's some stuff you can read into. We'll maybe depict that in the spoiler territory about. Uh, is it about romance? Is it about uh, despair? Is it about the? Is it about, about, about both? But but I call me. But I call me. <laughs> um, and I, I think there's there's elements there to look at. I also I also think feminism is a part of the film as well oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but 
uh, yeah. So so, but yeah, it's not necessarily concerning itself with oh, we're going to be this awesome scary vampire movie. It's kind of like yeah, we're going to take the vampire kind of has feelings for a human being, and we're going to play with that and explore what that does in this fictional place. As my cat is almost stepping on the keyboard, um, but yeah, uh, it's funny actually. Watch, watch it again. It's something that always gets me when you do a slow-paced movie well. Mm-hmm. And I'd say this is. I, I think what always gets me is that they always go in quicker for me than like, because I I often feel what makes me feel a length of a movie is when there's a lot of scenes. So when there's a lot of little scenes, I feel that like the movie lasts forever. When it's mm-hmm. l- like less but long scenes as long as the, lo- the long scenes could be boring and that could be painful but if the long scenes are interesting and like the paced out properly and suspenseful or whatever uh i f- i often find that those movies feel much quicker to me because i'll get to the end of the movie but like, well, that was only like 15 scenes and it's done <laughs> that was like no time yeah. at all yeah that's a i guess i yeah i never really thought about it like that but i, I can definitely see what you mean yeah. Oh, I mean, obviously, if the movie's just bad, it's bad. But uh, yeah. if the scenes are good, then I typically feel it like does go in really quick. Yeah. This is one of the, this is one of those where the the first time I hit the end credits, I was like, oh, it's over. Oh, we're done. Uh, I I didn't think I was I'd been watching it for that long, but I, that's a credit. That's a credit to the movie, I guess. And especially see it in, in like a theater, like um, which uh, I really love uh, <laughs> uh, watching stuff in the theater because I'm just so like free of distractions. Uh, there's like no temptation to like check my phone and stuff but uh yeah i really was like glued to my seat uh yeah at that point when i first watched it yeah the, the odd temptation to maybe strangle someone else in the theater although probably not when you see this i imagine a showing of this was nothing but uh you know an art house oh, yeah. theater was probably nothing but other uh movie fans who would equally want to yell at someone for being a distraction <laughs> so oh yeah definitely know. yeah so uh yeah, so it's slow, it's moody, it's uh, it's characters are all kind of credited. You, you've got the girl, you've got Arash, who's a sort of our main male character, and then everyone else does have a name. Like you hear the names of the others. It's not like the main uh, girl vampire where you never hear her name. They all have names, but in the credits, they're still kind of listed by the role. So you have a pimp, you have the 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 the, the addict, you have uh, the prostitute, and so on. And and the princess is the is the one that Arash works for at the start of the film. He he does like. Uh, work at our house and like garden work and that kind of thing um and they all kind of play their part in the thing i, I you know i could almost see this being redone as a play it, it feels I like that, yeah. it, i mean there's, obviously there's a lot of outside locations but i feel there's, there's, there's almost just a small enough cast and like the, the core ideas i could almost see it working as a play but yeah. um, it's a it's a small cast that like and yeah they're kind of like segmented but they also like kind of come together Hmm. you know like by the end and stuff so yeah i could, I could see that but yeah but i really want to emphasize just how goddamn beautiful this movie is there's, there's, <laughs> there's and sometimes just the, the way the scenes are paced as well like there's a scene in the middle or so uh when the girl and uh, arash have kind of finally met and they're she puts on some music mm-hmm. and there's this way okay it's a wide shot uh well it's, it's, a, it's a wide frame it's not a wide shot necessarily but she's like on the edge of the frame she's she's looking kind of like right at the edge and her back's to the most of the, the screen space so there's just space behind her and she stands there for like 30 seconds there's, she's just listening to music and then eventually he comes into frame and then he stands behind her and they just get closer and the shot must last like 4 or 5 minutes 
but the whole thing works beautifully because the music's playing. It's, you, you feel the moment. It's like it always impresses me when a, a director can take something that's not actually a lot of action, something that is just a simple thing. He stands behind her and they kind of bond as the music's playing. That's all that happens in the shot. But because yeah. it takes its time, because you feel it, uh, you, you you feel the. You know that awkward, almost awkward excitement you have when you're like with someone and you kind of like them and you, you want something oh, to happen. Sure, yeah. and you're, you're overthinking your movements. You're thinking, oh, what if I move my hand here? Oh, she's going to freak out, yeah. or you know, or whatever. Like uh, you can almost kind of feel that in the scene. It's, it's, it's very well. Uh, yeah. They have plotted out yeah. in that sense. Yeah, like they have really good chemistry. Like um, I feel like uh, I don't know. Like, probably, like, obviously, you know, probably don't watch, like, a ton of romantic movies or whatever, but I feel like when I watch them, you know, you're not really like, ooh, I, I, I like the, these people both so much, I can't wait for them to, like, get together, but I don't know, I feel like <laughs> these two people is like, oh, I actually, like, do like these people, and, like, I like the way they're, like, you know, interacting and stuff, and, uh, and oh, I, I want to see them, like, I don't know, hang out and have fun and get to know each other and stuff. Um, yeah, no, I can get what you mean. Like, I think just on a pure chemistry level, as soon as they look at each other, you get this kind of, you get the feeling. You know, it's because sometimes you'll feel people are miscast, but these, as soon as she looks at him, you kind of see this confusion. There's also a great moment where she, where she kind of like notices uh, he's dressed up as a as Dracula for a costume oh, party yeah. at one point, and she kind of just sees him at the side of the road, and, and she just kind of stops and just like. I just saw what I thought I saw. She didn't say anything, obviously. It was just you could see it in her face. Again, the acting's so good. It's just her, it's all in the eyes. She's really good. But she turns around, and then you know, then the scene progresses from there. And it's it's uh, so there's also a little bit of that ironic humor throughout it at various yeah. points, uh, which I, I think works. Um, speaking of images, I, I think the the one image I saw of this film before I watched it was a very surreal shot. Of the vampire riding a skateboard, a skateboard. <laughs> down, down the street in black and white. It's yeah. and it plays really well. It's just a really great moment. <laughs> it yeah. looks great. And again, it's just this one shot. It's just the cameras. Well, it's not. It's not, it's not one shot. Actually, it cuts to a close up as well. But uh, there's the first big chunk of it. It's just one big wide shot. And you just see her coming down the road on a skateboard. Uh, and you know, uh, so, and obviously our, our, our uh, uh, I want to say. Sh- Cheryl is the name of her, her headdress, but it's just, it's uh it's like flowing like a cape. It's like a vampire's cape the entire film, uh, yeah. and, and and funnily enough, it has this kind of weird quality where it kind of almost makes it look like she's floating when she's walking around sometimes, uh, yeah. And that that kind of works. But again, it's it's kind of taking the vampire uh, vampire tropes and uh, using it in like a different setting. You're not used to seeing it and using using it like oh that that's her cape. This movie that's kind of cool. And so I I guess kind of like a, a lot of stuff in the movie it's super simple but it like in a way that really stands out and looks cool like yeah you know just a girl riding on a skateboard at night it's like you know this you know that doesn't it's, cost that much or really but it, it is so effective when you see it it's almost false advertising the movie title's not <laughs> a girl skateboards home alone That's at true. night is it it's no, true. it's not. Uh, I think the film has to double check with its marketing team about how to oh. how to c- correctly communicate their film to the audience. Eh? Hmm. 
Uh, I kid, I kid. Uh, but I, 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 I saw all that stuff was great. Like you see, it is really simple. That's actually the thing that watching it again, I'm like, oh yeah, this was a really simple movie in terms of plot. There's not actually a whole lot that goes on. It's very, very again, this is what I'm talking about where it's like lots of long scenes, or not lots, but like a fewer amount of long scenes just kind of like going through and making you feel the moments. And it's more concerned with making you feel the moments in the very simple situations and simple, as simple as you can, it can be with a vampire being around. You know, obviously, we're, we're not just, you know, ordering dinner. But it's as simple as those things can be. Um, but it just wants you to feel the atmosphere and the emotion in each scene. And this is the sort of thing where if it failed to do that, if it failed to get those feelings across, the entire thing would fall flat. Because there's not a, there's not, there's not a lot else to then hold it up on its own. But it does. The atmosphere and the, the way it's shot and the the mood, all of that stuff, it carries it through the entire thing. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. There, there you go. You know, there's, there's even a scene where she, she dances to some music on her own in her apartment, and it's just it just feels really stylistic. The way the way her her body's moving, the way she's dancing, is just kind of a little bit off center if that makes sense just it's got a just a little bit of weirdness to it and the camera's kind of tilting to go with it and it just it, it gives it this vibe because it of this this thing it's it's yeah it's really good what's it uh shall we do spoilers tim do you want to do spoilers let's do it <coughs> okay so feel spoilers for a girl walks home alone at night uh so what we didn't really talk a lot about is the the again just gonna feel this was more spoilery was uh so so arash uh he he is someone who uh, his father's a heroin addict and he's struggling to deal with that. Uh, there's a pimp character who his father owes a lot of money, and the pimp like comes over and like steals his cars. Oh, your father owes me money. I'm taking your car. Um, and then the pimp we also see has this prostitute who he who is awful to, uh, withholds money from and treats like shit. Um, and uh, he's actually the, the first big victim. The first time we even see the girl, because it's a good 15, 20 minutes before we even see the girl, and mm. it's when he's in the car with the prostitute, and he's kind of, kind of like forcing some free service, if you will, and mm. uh, like you just see the, the girl through the window. Again, another beautiful shot. Just, mm. just stunning stuff. And she in then... A, there we go. Was that just uh, in a movie that doesn't feel very horror-y um like this scene is like a great horror scene yeah up until this point it's like an art house drama and then you just see her standing in the distance looking at the window um and it's just this really creepy moment and it's like and it's almost more effective because it's not been like a horror movie up until this point yeah and but anyway so she ended up like kind of like looking at him on the street again and he kind of like you know think thinking he's a big macho asshole takes her back to his place thinking he's scored and I will say this, this guy has the exact apartment I would expect of someone who looks like him. And what I mean by that is he's, he's got like a tracksuit on, he's got like a, some really awkward tattoos, he has the word sex written in his neck, he's got like this the most ridiculous facial hair I've ever seen. He's, he's cut it into this weird thing where it's like the side of a goatee but not the bottom of it. And Oh, it's bizarre. He's, he's just, you know, he's, he's exactly this type of character. Uh, you really just can't wait to see him get killed. Oh yeah, he's been awful to everyone. He's been awful to everyone he's met. And she she bites off his finger and then 
puts it back in his mouth, which all of that was kind of dis- it was oddly fascinating, <laughs> but also just really kind of disgusting. Uh, yeah. And then she obviously bites him and kills him. Uh, at the same time, Arash is over uh, to try and like bargain for his car back. He stole stolen some earrings from the girl he works for, the princess character, as we, as we mentioned, and. He sees, and again, another beautiful moment. It's when he's waiting at the gate to hopefully get in to speak to the, the, the pimp. The way that the girl comes down the stairs behind him, like just out of focus in frame, oh, yeah, yeah. there's a really stunning little moment. It's just not, not great. I was like, oh, ooh, that was a good shot. Like, you know, I kept thinking to that, that to myself throughout the film. I was like, oh, that's, oh, that's a beautiful shot. Oh, that's a nice shot. This is great. This is gorgeous. This is stunning. Kept doing it. Uh, and then he finds a case of money and drugs. When he sees he's lying there dead, he just steals his stuff. <laughs> uh, along with his car keys, obviously, he wants his car back, uh, and that's uh, kind of the setup for the rest of the movie. <laughs> uh, but so you know, to just to sum up the rest of the plot, he he goes to a party, he tries to uh, kiss the princess uh, dressed as Dracula, she turns him down. He then is just stumbling through the street at night, which is when the girl's on the skateboard and she sees him dressed as Dracula, and she helps him home. She actually is concerned for his well-being. Uh, because he doesn't seem like a threat. That's actually the reason why she has a skateboard. There's a kid that's kind of kicking around the movie that she uh, basically warns. He's like, she asks, "Are you a good person? Are you good, bo- are you a good boy? Are you a good person?" And he <laughs> says that he is, and she basically threatens him. But if you ever aren't a good boy, like I, I will feed you her eyes. Like she, she scares the <laughs> shit out of him. And yeah. it kind of, it's actually like where the like her character kind of like comes to light. Where it's like, "Oh, you're kind of a vigilante." Yeah. In a weird way, not 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 in the traditional sense, but you're kind of looking out for you. You're, you're going after bad people, and mm. you're 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 kind of like making sure good people are staying good. There's, there's, there's an element to that in the film. Um, yeah. It's a nice like role reversal where you know usually the girl walking home al- alone at night, something bad's gonna happen to her. But yeah, like in this movie, she's like the bad thing you have to watch out for. It's actually a lot like the premise of the hit television show Buffer the Vampire Slayer. Oh boy! <laughs> no, but it is like this is actually the, this is the easiest reference I've ever had in one of these videos because I could yeah because that was I mean, the, te- the entire point of the show is that oh the little blonde girl is walking down an alleyway at night she's scared oh there's a vampire hunting her oh no twist she's the hero true. and she beats the shit out of the vampire that's the, that's the, you know that's the that's the yeah. that's the premise. I can see that. You know, I I can also kind of see maybe some. Uh, parallels to uh, let the right one in. Oh just yeah, like, uh, definitely. Yeah, but uh, like yeah, just in terms of you know you have this uh, this female vampire, but you know that's kind of uh, you know, be- begins to be like fascinated by this guy who things aren't really going well for, and uh, yeah, and again in, in terms of like having some really you know beautiful cinematography and stuff. Yeah, I, I think the where, the where the differences lie is that. Like I say, I, th- I think this movie is more about just the, the mood, and it's a bit more allegorical. Whereas Let the Right sure. One In, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure, yeah, yeah, I'm sure we delved into that. I'm sure we talked about stuff that maybe represented uh, other yeah. ideas, but uh, it's definitely a, a full-on story. Like it's, it's, it's a movie with a oh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas this is one where it's a very thin story because it's just kind of made again. It's a mood piece. Uh, but yeah, no, there's def- definitely. Some, like, I think actually, when after I saw this, uh, a couple, you know, a couple of years ago. Not too long after it came out, um, I think I kind of joked that well, apparently, uh, like mainstream cinema's vampires are, are terrible and have been terrible for a long time. But the foreign vampire movies kind of was oh. saving the genre because Let the Right One In and A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night are easily my two favorite vampire movies of the last like 
10, that's fine. 15 years. Like, you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's been a while since I've liked uh, an English-speaking vampire movie, I think. I can't think of one from recent years, but... Yeah, I wonder what the, like, the last good like mainstream vampire movie was. Definitely can't think of anything off the top of my head. I mean... I mean, Daybreakers was okay, but I wouldn't say it was good. It was watchable. Um, I don't think I even saw that. Uh, I mean, you're going to disagree with me here, but I, I don't think the first two Blade movies have aged all that well. Uh, I think I watched them maybe about a year or so ago. Um, I, I think they're dated, but I think they're still fun. Like yeah, they're you know definitely not like the height of vampires. So. Yeah, they're not as good as this and like the right one, and certainly yeah. Uh, and even if you're counting those, that I mean, Blade Two is two thousand two, something like that. Two thousand one, oh, two thousand two. So oh wow, it feels so much earlier than that, but yeah, must be right. Um, nah, <clears throat> what was the last mainstream vampire movie that was really good? I can't, I can't, I can't think. It's been a while. It's been a goddamn while. <laughs> I mean. Maybe you can give a little credit to the uh, "Let the Right One In" adaptation. They'll let me in. Oh, I sure, guess that was yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I mean that is. I mean, in a vacuum, that movie is actually really good. It just, it, yeah. it just, its existence feels redundant, and therefore it has this weird kind of like you know air over it. Where yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really it's well directed. The cast are great. It even has that one really good scene that's not in the original, but it's just. It's, you know, it's just this redundant extra movie that, you know, that's so, yeah. Which is kind of sad. If that's the only good mainstream <laughs> vampire movie in the last 15 years, is, is the Let the Right One in remake. <laughs> we need a reboot of John Carpenter's Vampires. That's, uh, that's what we need. I don't. I saw that, like, probably about 15 <laughs> years ago, and I remember having a decent time with it at the time. I have no idea if I'd like it now if I watched it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea because it's not like John Carpenter's other uh, output around that time period in the next few years was uh is held How up that well. Dare you? <laughs> oh, you're gonna you gonna stand your ground for uh, Ghost of Mars? Are you? <laughs> stand there, but that that and Escape from LA, they're, they're good films. Hey, hey. Yeah, <laughs> should be in and You didn't know nothing. <laughs> Uh, I've never actually seen Ghost of Mars, but uh, I do. Yeah, nor, nor have yeah, I. Interested well in enough. it. <laughs> have I, I. I don't think I've ever heard a good thing about it. But Which, who does? You know that's getting added to the vault, like right now. Like, but, but, okay. I, even yeah. before this goes online, I, f- I feel like they're just going to sense it. The, the viewers are going to sense it, and the patrons are going to put it straight onto the vault. Well, you, you know what I think we should do. Rather. We should, uh, like, at some point, I think we should have um, like a Patreon pick themed month where we do like. Uh, space mo- space horror movies or something. Space, oh, space ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ghost of Mars, Leprechaun Four. <laughs> we're not Tim. We're not jumping to Leprechaun Four. I've told you this a hundred thousand goddamn times. We start at one and we work our way through. As much as that's going to destroy me when it comes to Leprechaun, because those movies are absolutely god awful, and not even like a fun bad way. They're just god awful. <laughs> And I know that hurts because of, like your favorite. You like Leprechaun more than you like like Jason or Freddy or Michael. I know you do. I can see it in your eyes. He has his moments. You have your moments. <laughs> oh, thank you. I feel like I feel like Leprechaun's just like that was the boy of your childhood. <laughs> you grew up watching Leprechaun. You're like, oh, this is good. Everyone else is a fool. Well, as I've stated before, it was the first horror movie I remember seeing, so I do have a, a little bit of fondness for the first movie in, in my heart. 
Okay, okay. I don't know what the first horror movie I saw was. It's kind of murky. I say, I say it's the first one I remember seeing. So it is possible maybe I, I saw something else, but that's like in my memory, that's the first one I can like actively remember. Like, uh, I think the rest of my family was watching it. And I was like watching from the stairs, like being like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, my parents weren't really big movie watchers, so all, all my movie like finding it was all just me. I just had to. I I was the one looking for things. I was the one finding things. So yeah. I, I don't with, know. With me, it was with. like all my either my big brothers or my uh, my cousins or something. Like I I usually find it from mm. someone else, but then I like get addicted to it. <laughs> no, I'm an only child and my parents were into movies and then somehow I became me. I don't know how, but <laughs> somehow it happened. Uh, although apparently my mother's parents, uh, obviously my grandparents, uh, I phrase it that way because they kind of died when I was young so I never really <laughs> met them or like, you know, talked to them or anything like that. But apparently yeah. uh, they were really into horror movies. So yeah. s- somehow, yeah. even the fa- despite the fact that I never spoke to them after the age of like four, Somehow, some genetic thing skipped a generation, and I'm into horror movies. So that, that's that's the best I've got for you, in terms of in terms of why I am the way I am. Matt, Matt would just say it's my programming, but you know, does he think you're a robot? He jokes all the time that I'm a robot because because I like lists because I like to be organised with things. He likes to joke I'm a robot. Mm. I have to talk to him about this. I'm intrigued by his (laughs) hypothesis. Let's move on. Uh, Okay. I'll be honest, Tim. I was stalling because I thought I I, I need to say something funny back to that, and then I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. I was stalling for trying to like translate binary or something. Uh, shut up. <laughs> I was stalling for time. I was, I was going to insult you with something, and I couldn't think of anything good. I, I basically, I basically flubbed. I, be, I, I was basically reenacting one of your stand-up gigs. Is, is what I just did there. Sure. When, when you get heckled, <laughs> when you just sort of stand there, during the headlights, kind of, kind of thing. Yeah, that's my, that's my trick. Usually, try to make people feel bad for me until <laughs> <laughs> they all just turn on the heckler. <laughs> Why okay. Say that? <laughs> I, I have feelings, man. I, I, yeah. I'm up here on stage. I, I, I try, I try to make you, make you laugh, make, make me have a happy time, and you be mean. Um, that's um, yeah. More often than not, I, I find that that is a, a good way to kind of throw people off the balance instead of getting angry. Just get really sad. No, no one wants to like make someone sad. I think even like <laughs> like even bullies. I think they want you to kind of get angry and take a swing at them or something. Like no one just wants to see someone like start crying. Yeah, uh, the, the sociopaths maybe, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, regular folk. Yeah, uh, that's that's a fair that's a fair point. But to swing this back round to the to the movie at hand, uh, we went on a, a bit of a tangent there. Uh, basically. Uh, I, I just want to talk about what what you think the film might be about <laughs> or might mean, because ultimately, of course, uh, the uh, Arashi's father, the addict, he he eventually is given money and drugs from his son because he just he can't do it anymore. He he can't deal with his father because his father, while he's withdrawing withdrawing from heroin, thinks he sees his mother, his you know his wife, wife's eyes, his dead wife's eyes, and the cat that Arash brought home at the start of the film. And he's like, take the cat with you and take your money and drugs and go. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I can't, you know. And he ends up going to the prostitute. We saw a scene earlier on with the prostitute where he was trying to like talk her into talking to him. 
and she's like, hey, you've got no money, come back when you've got money. So he comes back with money. And he actually, she, she like, after having a chance encounter with the with the girl, which was a very, again, another great scene of her, like, following behind her in the streets at night. Beautiful stuff. Mm-hmm. Especially since it did that thing where she kept stopping and turning around, around and the girl kept following her. And then you had that, that big wide shot where you could see that she was walking quicker. So when, when the prostitute turned around, she was much closer each time. But you could just see it happening. It wasn't a trick. It wasn't like, you know, Halloween, Michael Myers, he basically teleports. How's he doing that? Yeah. Like that? She's walking quicker and she's getting closer. Uh, it, was, it was a nice moment. But uh, he, the, the, the girl catches this happening. Uh, basically, he doesn't force her to have sex against her will. He forces her to take heroin. Mm-hmm. And the line there on the bed, and the girl finds this, and then we get another cool vampire moment where she kind of like you know dives down and like bites him, and then helps the prostitute dispose of his body, and it looks like a heroin overdose. Uh, mm-hmm. But the kid who we saw earlier kind of sees them dumping the body, and then takes it back to uh, Arash later on. But so basically, Arash is like so distraught from this that he wants to get out of a bad city. He wants to leave. And he goes to her, he's like, let's leave, let's go together. And despite the fact that they barely know each other, they've had like one scene where she, he gave, him, gave her some earrings uh, and pierced her ears. Because he, he, gives, he gives her the stolen earrings and she's like, oh, my ears aren't pierced. And she just hands him a paper clip. And he's like, really? So, that, so then he pierces her ears with a paper clip. Uh, trust. <laughs> That's what you should do, Timmy. You should say, say to the missus, hey, just so you I know you trust me before we get married, let me pierce your ears with a paper clip. See what she says. Well, I can I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're creeped. It's not that you don't want to hurt her. It's just that I'm creeped out. That's creepy. I don't want to do. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I never I never want to push something through someone's flesh. That's yeah. <laughs> there's a joke to be made here. I'm not going to do it. But there's a joke to be made here. Uh, so, but basically, he wants I, to leave, and she agrees. And they go off in the car, but before they leave, he sees the cat that his dad took with him. So he knows that she that she had some sort of part to play in his death. Uh, but he goes out, so he, he kind of goes along in the drive. And the, the end of the movie is them driving, and he gets out. He kind of has a moment where he has to like collect his thoughts. But he gets back in the car, and obviously music's been a big theme of the movie, especially with them bonding because they've had music playing and they've put music on and all the scenes that have been in. And he puts in a tape. And music plays, and it's like this moment where they look at each other and go, "Yeah, we're going to do this." And the cat's in the middle. So really, it's not a really nice, simple shot, but the cat's in the middle uh, is the innocent sort of onlooker of the whole thing. And the movie ends with them driving off out of the city. That's the end of the film. Um, so I, I think multiple things to read here to, to tackle the 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 feminism angle. Right, I, I feel like. She typically are victims. Now, there's one scene that throws this off a little bit because there's one scene where she kills like a homeless guy to feed. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Which kind of separates this from this the rest of the idea. But she typically goes after people who are mistreating mistreating women in some way. Uh, mm. The pimp, uh, the addict, they both do something awful to someone, and she kind of deals with that. Uh, she tries to help the prostitute, uh, and. She doesn't necessarily make things better for her, you know, because ultimately the prostitute, by the time after they've they've, uh, they've dumped the body, she's just like, oh, you need to leave, get out, take the cat with you. Like, she's just pissed at her. Um, you know, so so she doesn't really solve much in that sense, but she seems to be trying to. And even just the idea that she, like, we're, we're in this world here in Bad City where 
a lot of people are just very awful. There's a lot of really awful people. And her and Arash are kind of two of the least awful people. Arash is tempted, of course. He steals earrings at one point. He he does, but he, he he's clearly not as bad as everyone else. And he tries to... And I think she sees that in him, which is why she's attracted to him. Why she doesn't you know, want to kill him. And I feel like the... Uh, just, just the, the the general idea that she is actually the most powerful person in the film, despite the fact that they don't actually... I mean, if anything, they go out of their way to make sure she feels feminine, because we have that whole scene where she's dancing and putting on makeup. Like, they actually yeah. go out of her way to make make it feel like, no, no, she she, she is, you know, a woman. She's, she's completely a woman. She's feminine in most of the, the normal ways that one, someone would, would be. And... But then she is powerful. Then they don't necessarily treat her like this big hulking figure. They don't do any of that stuff. She's just powerful in the world she's surrounded by. And it's, you know, compared to the pimp who's just like this abusive asshole who thinks he's in charge because he's a man and so on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think I think that angle is there. I, I think you could definitely read the film uh, with that in mind. Yeah. I think um, <clears throat> kind of playing off like some of the stuff that you said... Um, like the big theme that kind of stuck out to me in the movie is like there seems to be a lot of stuff about I don't know like escape or the idea of kind of like needing to escape like you have you know the father who's addicted to heroin you know missing his dead wife uh, and then you know even the uh, Arash like you know he you know makes a really big deal about you know uh, his car you know they live in bad city and kind of feels like you know, he's looking for, like, you know, a way to escape, and then, you know, like, uh... I think they both are, I mean, I think that's, I think that's, that was the the, the other big thing I was going to get to, is, like, the end of the film is just them driving out the city. It's not, there's not some big showdown, it's just the choice to leave, and I think it's kind of representative that they're in a, in, like, a really bad cycle. A cycle of violence, a a cycle of dependence, a cycle of exploitation, you know, there's a lot Mm -hmm. of exploitation going on in the film, everyone's kind of exploiting each other in some way, and, you know, Every everyone is, and I, I think like them breaking that cycle and leaving it again. If you're going to look at the film as an allegory, I think that's kind of what they're doing. Is they're they've found each other and they're deciding we want to break out of this. I mean, we don't want to be a part of this, and they're they're, they're yeah. escaping. <laughs> I agree. Good, nice, great. <laughs> I like when you agree, Tim. <laughs> the audience don't. The audience prefer when you're yelling at me, but. Mm. We'll, we'll, we'll as, as soon as I'm uh, feeling a little better, I'll I'll start chewing you out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Tommy, poor Tommy's sick. Um, oh. He's all he's all vampire over there. Um, <laughs> yeah. What's actually also kind of funny is that uh, Arash never actually finds out she's a vampire. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. I didn't really think about that. So, yeah. he, he never does. He uh, and he knows what a vampire is because he dresses as Dracula. So, so vampires exist in this world. Like, yeah. He understands the concept of a vampire. Um, and like he, like you said, he he realizes that like she must have had something to do with uh, his father's death. But yeah, like I guess yeah, he wouldn't know. It's a vampiric thing. Yeah. Vampiric. Oh, nice word there. <laughs> is that a real word? Do you think that's actually in the dictionary? Vampiric. Yeah, of course it is. I've, I, I mean, you I've, sound I've, so I've confident. Seen, I've, I've definitely read that word somewhere before. Okay, all right. 
Nej, nej, jag tror var för. Jag tror var för. Ehm, if it's not let us know in the comments I guess. Or... Yeah. I, I think actually going back to the whole breaking the cycle of like exploitation thing. I like the idea that they both also are guilty of it, but and that's why they want to break out of it. Cuz I mean she's a vampire, she's literally feeding on people around her. She's exploiting yeah. the people around her. And then he, you know, he's exploiting the, the princess because he steals her earrings, and then he's exploiting the people when he starts selling the guys drugs. Like they're, they're both guilty is they're all, they're both part of the system and they realise that so they want to leave. I think I think that's uh, one of the big things. And then the other thing of course is just the idea of love and the idea of them finding each other. Like they're they're right for each other yeah. in a sea of people that are not right for them. Uh, I, I think the fact that the the dad's so obsessed with the his, his dead mother uh, mm-hmm. again kinda of, kind of ties into that idea and like okay so love's also a theme of this film. The idea that the prostitute is is thirty years old uh, which, which you know, the pimp says you're getting old, and I'm like, well, I, I mean, maybe in like prostitute terms, but I mean, don't tell me that he's getting old. I don't want to hear that when I'm when I'm turning 29 this year. Shut up, shut up. Uh, you're already over your th- over the 30 mark, Tim. You 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 are old. No matter how old I get, I'll always be younger than you. That is the one consolation I have. For now. <laughs> I don't even know what that threat is, but <laughs> it, it worries me. Um, so yeah, so even that idea of like you know she she she's alone, like you know love and loneliness, like she she's lonely. Um, mm, that's why she's walking alone. <laughs> the prostitute, not the. Well, I mean the girl's oh. lonely too. <laughs> yeah, she's lonely. Arash is lonely. Um, and and if anything, yeah, like the the prostitute's kind of tied to the life that she. I mean, I don't know if how much she chose that life. Admittedly, I mean she may not have, but. Like, uh, like she's kind of tied to, to these choices she already made. Uh, Arash is like tied to the fact that his father is again depending and exploiting him, you know. Um, and the girl's kind of this like, again, this this free age. This is this is why it's kind of like a western because she's she's the man with no name who comes into town and shakes everything up. She's the uh, the the unrelenting. <laughs> the, yeah, sure, the Logan. <laughs> Why, why, why does your why, why does your your brain jump to Logan with that reference? <laughs> I don't know. It's my favorite Western. I don't know. I, I guess. <laughs> sure, <laughs> sure. Why not? Why not? Tim's on pain meds. He's, he's been delirious. Um, I'm also giggling because like my cat is rubbing her face against my foot. <laughs> oh, is your you, your socks off as well? Yeah. Ah, uh, that yeah. just, it's tickly then. Okay, I'll I'll give yeah. you it. I'll give you it. Uh, my cat don't do that. They, they, they like the uh, the shin. They like to rub against the shin. Uh, okay. if, if if I'm not wearing, you know, uh, if, if, you know if, I'm, if I'm in shorts or if I'm in or if I'm walking around my underwear because <laughs> I've just woken up or something, <laughs> they like to rub against the thigh or the, the thigh, the the the, the, ankle, the shin, the shin to try and like, hey, I want food. I'm being nice and pleasant. Isn't this soft fur against your skin nice? Uh, either that or they just like doing it because my hair's... I, I'm a very hairy dude, so my legs are quite hairy. Maybe they just think it's another cat. I, I'm not sure. Uh, but there you go. That's, <laughs> that's, that's a bit of weird trivia about me that you didn't expect to hear today. But there you have it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's a fantastic film. Uh, I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Just to sum it up, I mean, I, I feel like there, mm. there's, there's themes that are in there. I think you can extrapolate some meaning. I don't know how much meaning it's intended to have necessarily. Uh, I think the directors, uh, I, when I was kind of looking up to see if there was like, uh, you know, a, a consensus on like what the movie's about, 
Uh, basically, the director seems to like kind of skirt the questioning whenever it comes up in interviews. Kind of just give you know gives a joking answer without answering the actual question. And I think I don't know if she's doing like a David Lynch thing where she's determined not to actually talk about it because she wants you to figure out your own meaning and she wants it to be open. I kind of like that. Like as much fun as it is to talk about stuff and to want an answer, I feel like it's not as satisfying having a definitive answer. Like you know. It, dep- yeah, like, it depends oh, on the movie. Oh, it's about cheese or something. It's like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> Tim, I don't think it's about cheese. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe I, I mean, the cow's been exploited. So we, maybe we can tie this in. The cow's been exploited for its <laughs> milk so that we can make, amongst other things, cheese. There you go. <laughs> so now I want a sequel, The Girl Who Skateboards Home Alone at Night. That's that's the, that's, the, that's what I want now. You know what I, I want is like we have this first one that's like a little slower, a little quiet, and then now we need to get like the aliens <laughs> where it's just balls to the wall, just like oh, her killing mad people. I, I just I just thought of the, the tagline. This time she runs. Oh nice. <laughs> <laughs> Although the title could get very long. Oh actually oh did did they just call it Girls Walk Home Alone at night? Oh, uh, you have like, okay. a, 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 yeah. you have like a, a group. You have like three sister vampires who like stalk the streets. Yeah. I don't know. We got sequel ideas. Be down for that. Yeah. Mm. Take on the mafia or something. The the ma- your main goes to the mafia. <laughs> well, the first one, basically the big bad guys at Pimp. So like, uh, what's true, the next okay. like step above that? So, yeah, I'm thinking like more more specifically like a a a, a crime family that do uh, human trafficking. I'm, I feel like that's that big target. Go. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> That's, that's that's my plan. Uh, <laughs> oh well, we should probably rate this Tabby out, uh, out of the ten uh, before we lose our minds. Uh, what, what would you give a girl who walks home alone at night? Oh, sorry, a girl walks home alone at night. There's no who. In the, I do that all the time. There's no who in the title. I, I've made that mistake before. Uh, I think I can give it a, a pretty big score. Um, I think it's just uh, <clears throat> it's not. I think it's just maybe missing like a little something to make me uh, give it like something super high. But at, at first, I was thinking like an eight, but I think I'm gonna bump it up just a little bit because it looks so dang good. So I give it an eight point five. I I can cover the eight point five. I think um, it's it's a mood piece. It's very stylistic. It's all about the direction. It's all about the the, the stunning visuals. It's all about that. And then there's some nice things to think about while you're watching it, uh, and it, it 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 it's kind of effortless in holding your attention. I don't think it it ever feels like oh they don't know what they're doing or anything. Like it's, it's very it's exactly the film I think that was in, that uh, Armour Purcell to make. I think the, maybe the one thing that would stop me from maybe going a little bit higher, and I, I don't know if you agree with this, um, but like as good as it is. I would still have to be like in a certain mood to want to rewatch it. Like, like, uh, you know, there are certain movies where it's like, Oh, like I love this movie. I can like literally put it on at any moment in time and watch it where Mm. this, like there's a lot of times where I could rewatch it, but yeah, I don't know. I'd have to be like in a certain like mindset or have a certain feeling or something. I think, I think this movie's perfect for like, uh, and I'm just making a pun because of our title, but, after midnight, I feel like this is a movie you put on at one a.m. and it's, it's night, nice, 
and you're kind of you're kind of like not not tired, but you're like you're ready to wind down. It's kind of somber, and you're just in that sort of melancholy like mood. Yeah, I, I I can definitely see that. Yeah, and that is the when you put it on, and you just sort of like wrap yourself in the atmosphere. Like that is exactly when you put this on. Uh, yeah. It's definitely worth seeing. Though. If you've not seen it, I'd definitely recommend checking it out. Especially if the, the some of the I mean, obviously if we've scared you off because we've made it sound a little bit too our house, <laughs> then fair enough. If you if you think you're going to hate it because of that, but um, I'd recommend uh, checking it out though uh, for anyone who wasn't scared off by that. I think I mean maybe at least just like you know check out a few like random scenes or something uh, to again just to get like the look of it because it, mm. it definitely yeah is a really beautiful movie absolutely absolutely uh but there you go that, that is a girl walks home alone at night um so i'm not sure when we'll next be with you it uh, will definitely we're st- as, as we said uh, on tragedy girls we're still doing the patreon mm-hmm. picks every month we're still doing new releases and uh, this is not permanent of course uh, we will be back to a full schedule at some point uh but for the next little while we're not sure how long it'll be but it'll, uh, be, it'll be sooner than later i i, I think like the people don't get like too yeah, yeah. freaked out. But, yeah. uh, I mean, if I was to make a guess, I'd say a couple of months. That'd, that'd be my Not, I don't even think like months really. Maybe more like a, a couple of weeks at most. I I would. Oh think. really? I don't, I don't want to make any promises, but we'll, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if you were feeling down after the conversation at the end of the last episode, Tim <laughs> just gave you some hope for a, a shorter turnaround. Uh, but yeah. Um, so there you go. Uh, by the way, Tim, I, I never—I mentioned this to you before we started, actually. But obviously, mm-hmm. you typically do the commentary f- with me for Patreon oh, right, right. every month, mm-hmm. and we were going to do one, but then you know, obviously, we we got crunched for time. You know, you had to push mm-hmm. some stuff back, so I just did one myself. I never told you what movie I did, though. Oh, okay. What was it? So it's not it, actually—it will be up by the time this goes up. Actually, I think so. Uh, but Tim can get his reaction to this here on on live on camera. Uh, I did a commentary for Fantastic Four 2015. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, which is definitely the last time I've ever watched that movie. It's never happening again. But, oh boy, I had a lot to talk about. <laughs> so, Jeez, um, I might have to sign up for the Patreon just to hear that. <laughs> interested. Uh, you're part of me, first. I think I, think I can send you a comp. A co- you know, a, a comp copy. No, of the, no, no, I don't... Well, I, I don't think I'm any better than the patrons. I don't want to get any special treatment. Oh, I never said you were better. Let's, let's, not, <laughs> let's, not, let's not extract compliments out of that statement that I was not intending. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Fantastic Four 2015, a horror film in its own right. Uh, <laughs> definitely horrific to sit through. But hey, uh, so that has been A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Uh, so maybe we'll see you in... So it won't be next week, for sure, probably, but uh, hopefully we'll see you in a few weeks. Uh, maybe get one other extra, like, normal episode as well as the Patreon pick sometime in March. Uh, I think that'd be a good goal to strive for uh, on our sort of cutback schedule for the next little while. But hopefully it'll not be too long until we're back to full uh, weekly uh, uh, chaos and streams and... Hmm making fun of Tim so that is that is uh, us so let us know what you think of the movie the comments like subscribe all that stuff get us on the twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates if you want to support the channel we mentioned patreon obviously go over to patreon.com slash mailed fuzz tv uh, there's a link to that in the description uh, that helps us out a lot if you go over and check that out but otherwise that is us so thank you once again for watching keep watching scary movies guys and we'll see you next time